everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Non-Essential Business. Kicking off episode five here. It is springtime in the city and a thick green pollen is blowing off the trees. And man, it's got my head so thick, I can hardly speak these words through this mic to you. You might probably hear it in my voice, but rest assured, this is no imposter. No, I am your humble host, the Reverend Joey Z. Because some things are just bigger, just more important than one man's seasonal histamine woes. Maybe some of you are catching my drift, picking up what I'm throwing down, feeling that pressure all over your head and in your chest, saying through sniffles, yes, preach it, Rev. Or maybe, after weeks and weeks of house arrest, you've simply found yourself falling into a period of inaction. The chores are done. Ambitions are on pause. Or maybe you just find yourself needing a break from whatever routine you've put in place in an attempt to keep yourself sane. After a couple of months sitting at home, Maybe you decided it's finally time to watch some movies you thought you'd never otherwise make time for. Or dig into that stack of Uncle Scrooge adventure comics in the basement. Hey, maybe what I'm describing has been your modus operandi since day one. Well, this week's episode is with that state of mind in mind. Sometimes we all just have to take it easy, relax, and enjoy some arts and entertainment. So anyway, by the way, there's a saying in show business, if you can make it in New York, you can make it anywhere. And I'm proud to report that our humble little show here now has over 100. Count the zeros, folks, that's two zeros, 100 subscribers. So, have we made it? Well, but who's counting, right? The important thing is, you are here, right now, tuning in. And this show is, has been, and always will be for you. So thanks for joining us. Sit back, and relax for another episode of Non-Essential Business. Your attention, please. All new hotshot electric in-car heaters have been installed for your comfort and convenience. Just insert heater through car window and turn on the switch. When leaving, please turn switch off and replace on speaker post. Warning, high voltage. For your own safety, do not attempt to repair or remove wires. 
Do not attempt to open heater unit. If you need assistance, please notify the theater box office or concession manager. And now, for a report I like to call, What I Did This Week. What I did this week. I searched the internet for Tim McGraw conspiracy. I wouldn't recommend it. What I did this week. I watched The Phantom Menace on TBS, followed by The Phantom Menace on TBS. I wouldn't recommend it. What I did this week. I got up one morning at 4.30 to watch live baseball from Korea. I don't think I have to recommend that or not. Y'all know who you are. What I did this week. I made a donation, not a lot, what I could afford, to the Coalition for the Homeless. There are a thousand and one great organizations who are out there fighting and they need all the help they can get. Whatever's important to you or pulls at your heartstrings, if you can afford it, I would definitely recommend that. That's a little essential biz nested in there with the non-essential. What did you do this week? Let us know in the comments if you're following us on the social boards. If you're spinning this on a disc or grooving out on reel to reel, well, I'll ask nothing more of you. You're already doing all you can. Coming up next, we've got a brand new segment that not only do I think you're going to enjoy, but it might just save you a couple hours of your life. But before that, this quick message. this evening and want you to enjoy every minute of your stay here. And while you relax and stretch, visit our concession where you'll find something to please you. There are ice cold drinks, delicious sandwiches, ice cream, coffee and snacks, and many other pleasing treats. Our foods are fresh and tasty, our drinks satisfying and refreshing. They're so good. You get more out of life when you go out to a movie. 
And now it's time for this segment we call Kirsty and the Movies, where our resident film critic and media analyst, Kirsty, takes a hard look at the cinema of today and gives you the lowdown so you can skip the stinkers and spend your quarantine playing Sudoku on the internet. Kirsty, welcome. Thanks so much for joining us on the program. Thanks for having me, Joey. So you watched a movie this week uh, that you would like to describe for our listeners, so perhaps they don't need to spend the time watching it. What is this movie? Exactly. This movie is called Extraction. It is a new one on Netflix. And who is in the movie? So the main character is a man called Chris Hemsworth, and I didn't even know he was in this movie, but one other person you may know who's in it is David Harbour. And David Harbour is the main reason I was watching this movie anyway. I stan him hard, and I my friend texted me, and he was like, Kirsty, you have to check this out. This is a movie with David Harbour beating people up. And I was like, perfect, done, sold. I That's what I want. So those are probably the only two people you know in it. Okay. So uh, give us a breakdown of uh, sort of like the three-act structure and what we can expect from the plot of this film. Yeah, so it takes place in India. Not really sure where in India, but what we do know is that there's a bad, there's like a bad side and a good side. And so I think the basically the extraction, main, you know, the title of the, the movie has to do with like extracting a child from the bad side of India to the good side. Okay. And Chris Hemsworth is the one that has to do that, actually. He is, uh, he's some sort of professional who's stationed in India he basically, he's kind of like a bodyguard type uh, hitman, maybe. But like a hitman for, to help people. And um, hmm. his girlfriend comes to him one day and she's like, Chris, we've got a new mission for you. I think she's also his boss. She's, she's like the head of this, you know, club, whatever they do. We've got a mission for you. So don't get drunk tonight because... You know you don't work as well when you're hungover. And he's kind of like, yeah, I know, you know, like, <laughs> got to hear it from the girlfriend. Um, and she's like, okay, this kid got kidnapped. He's super important. Um, I I don't know why he's, he's, imp- he's super important to his parents and we need you to get him back. Okay. So what happened though was this kid snuck out at night and he went to go smoke a joint with his buddy in a garage and these uh, gangsters roll up and they see him smoking weed. They say, what is that? The kids try to act dumb. They're like nothing. And they shoot the one kid straight in the head. And then they kidnap the other kid. So the, the main character and Chris Hemsworth has to go save him. So he does, he does this almost immediately. Like I don't even remember when the he got the kid to safety but he did it real quick so you think the movie is going to be like oh he has to go find this child and save his life no like he gets him right away but then they have to still escape the gang and the gang is like all it's like the entire city is the gang basically so they keep having to go to all these new places and they're running around and they're driving and um he's like driving through walls chris is and he just keeps telling the kid like stick with me you can trust me Anyway, there's just a lot of fighting. There's just a lot of fight scenes and like Chris is beating people up, near-death situations. And meanwhile, he and the kid are like really starting to bond. And he confides in the kid like, look, my son died. I think he drowned. 
now I'm going to treat you like my son. Don't try to dress up your action flick. We know what this movie's about. It's about men with muscles shooting people. And then they're trying to make it like, oh, but my son died and I remember him once in a while. <laughs> so anyway, they're driving through the streets on the wrong side of the road, just running into walls. Chris is just shooting people right and left. At one point, he like steals a gun from a child. And he's like, this is my gun now. Nice. And I mean, punching people in the face, but he always gets this kid to safety, right? I'm sitting here wondering when Hopper's going to come in because we haven't seen a seen anything about him yet is he a good guy is he a bad guy you know well he shows up he's listening to some really sick indian rap full volume just driving like a range rover pulls up chris and the kid get out of this manhole that they've been staying in they get in his car turns out chris and hopper were like bffs back in the day back in like the the army or something like that they did some sort of training together hopper's like come hang out at my mansion. I got tons of booze. You guys can chill there for a couple days. He's like, thank you so much. That sounds great. Um, so then they get drunk and the kid's in bed. He's not partaking in this, but they're like having some, like they're really having some deep conversations. And David Harbor is like, you know, I really feel for this kid. I feel bad because he's going to die. Mm. And there's nothing that you can do. And Chris is like, I really wish that people would stop saying that. You, my girlfriend, like everybody that means anything to me is saying that I can't save the kid. I'm going to save him. And Hopper's like, no, you know what, man? I've killed a ton of birds in my life. It's what I used to do. I'll go kill the kid. Just put a pillow over his face. I'll smother him now. And Chris is like, that is literally the opposite of what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to save his life. And he's like, no, no, no. So they start to fight this huge, long, drawn out fight scene. For a while, you think the Hopper's winning. Then you think Chris is winning. Then the Hopper, then Chris. And to be honest, you kind of want Hopper to win at this point. Just like, he's just, he's trying to be a good friend. He's trying to like, he gave them a mansion to stay in. Like, calm down, Chris. Well, then the kid walks downstairs with a gun, shoots Hopper. Hopper's dead. Nice. And that was 10 minutes out of the entire movie. I mean, I watched the rest because I thought maybe he could come back like Michael Myers or something. But at this point, the kid's crying because he's like, oh, no, I shot somebody. They got to get out of there. Chris shoots a ton of other people. He there's like, um, oh, there's like a little rooftop party at one point to kind of like break it up. And like with all the action, you know, and there's like the gang members are up there drinking beer. But then some kids show up and one kid just gets thrown right off the roof. Don't know why. No reason for it. The amount of time I actually spent looking at the screen while watching was not a lot. Sure. And then finally, um, the girlfriend shows up and like this other guy who's trustworthy and Chris is like, I'm going to go shoot tons of people from like upstairs in this attic uh, so they don't see me. You take this kid to safety, to the good side of the town. So this is the extraction part. This is the climax. And um, that works. The kid is scared, but he like runs down the street and the wife, or I'm sorry, the girlfriend takes him and she's like, we got him. We're good. Get the helicopter. Chris, meanwhile, shooting everybody. Somebody has like a grenade launcher. Bridges are blowing up. Like the whole kingdom is just up on this hill watching this happen. And the kingdom, like the king and queen, they're on the side of the bad gang. So they want this kid to be kidnapped. I think they're all related. They might be the leaders of the gang. 
And then Chris goes running through, the like running down the bridge. He gets shot really bad. The kid's like, I'll never leave you. And he's like, but I'll have to leave you. And just bleeding out, he just jumps off a bridge. Just ends it. The kid? <laughs> no, uh, Chris. Because at this point, I think he just doesn't real he he realizes that he's gonna die so getting the he just jumps right into the water the kid is really sad because he's like that was potentially my third dad and um the girlfriend takes him home he goes to school he moves on with his life as you do and the girlfriend didn't move on though oh no she was seeking revenge so she found like the gang leader probably i think in a public bathroom he smiled at her because he's like oh she's cute she killed him dead. The end? And that's the end. Oh, and and was there an antagonist in the movie? Yeah, the gang. So the gang, just just lots and lots of gang members, or wasn't a main bad guy? There was a main bad guy. I think it was the king who was kind of like looking over everything. And like, I th- he, he was the guy that was like in charge of the gang, basically. And why did he want the kid? Um, They didn't make it very clear. But what I'm assuming is that because so the kid's dad was in prison and he probably had like some unsettled debts with the other gang because he was in a gang of his own. And so this guy owes us tons of money. We've got to kidnap his kid for collateral. So final takeaways. Would you recommend this movie to viewers? I would not. I tend to like slow-paced, cerebral, award-winning dramas. But if you like action, you might get a little something out of this. I mean, it has guns, lots of men. Not they're, they're, Honestly, what it was really lacking was like a romance side story. Like, yeah, we know that Hopper was going to kiss his wife goodnight once. Can we like maybe get into that a little bit more? Like, I think if... if, if if it had a little bit more romance, um, I would say it could work as a movie. But otherwise, I don't super recommend it. Very good. So the movie is Extraction, starring Chris Hemsworth and Hopper from Stranger Things. The recommendation is a no. Yeah, I'm going to have to give this one one out of five stars. Would you give it zero out of five stars if you could? You know, I can do that but I think Hopper was really he was the saving grace of the whole movie and if you're anything like me and you know you're really bored and you're just really searching for something to do I think you could for just fast forward to that scene and that's how it gets its one star all right well the movie is extraction it is available on Netflix uh, but I think our listening audience will greatly appreciate your recommendation to skip this title Thanks for joining us, Kirsty. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you for joining us, folks. We hope this saves you a trip to your local Netflix this weekend. We'll see you next time on Kirsty and the Movies. And now, some thoughts from the Reverend's desk. There are some weeks when time allows, that I'm able to sit back, pull my quill from the inkwell, and put some words to the page. It is, after all, very beneficial 
to stimulate your creativity. Imagination and inspiration are two of the greatest tools we have at our disposal. Like love and generosity, they are bottomless resources. We as individuals are drawn together by stories, mental visualizations, and emotional escapes. We create pluralities of imagination when we share our ideas with one another. It reduces the emotional distances between us, which feels more important now than ever. But friends, it is always important. As this week draws to a close, and you prepare to face a new one, remind yourself of the things that make you curious. Or something that interests you, or brings you joy, but you hardly think about because you never find the time. Now just might be that time. If you're not sure what that thing might be, take a few long moments of quietude. Turn off the TV, the radio, the compact disc player, and for goodness sake, turn off your phone. I don't mean set it to silent, I mean power that puppy down. And sit or stand and give yourself a mere five minutes to simply be. We spoke about inaction at the top of the show. Give yourself the gift of just a little active inactivity. In these moments, the mind is going to be nowhere in particular. Then, go with the current and watch your mind flow. From here, give something a shot. A pen, a pad of paper, a guitar, a keyboard, a kazoo, a forgotten ingredient from the kitchen pantry, a rubber ball, a sock, a hot glue gun, or maybe take a look at that chair with the one short wobbly leg. It doesn't matter what it is. But it's there, in spades, awaiting for you to take a closer look and reacquaint yourself. And then, wake up the next day. And why not try that all over again? Maybe you'll find a flow that was right there all along. Maybe you even always kind of knew it was. This is the sweet spot, my friends where the essential and the non-essential meet. And now. This week's musical track comes from vibraphonist, percussionist, and electronic musician Dave Kreider. Dave's compositions make me feel a unique and special kind of way, like the feeling I get when the sky is just the right color before sunrise and the air is cool and still. This piece possesses an upbeat, driving kind of melody that instills in me a feeling of anticipation and sureness. Everyone, a composition titled 
all along. everyone thank you so much for joining us once again we're five episodes deep and i am so glad to be bringing you this weekly dose of whatever this is thank you kirsty for your delightful retelling of a film not worth watching and a big congratulations to you sister for your completion of law school. I know there's no commencement ceremony during these times, but no matter. Our hats are off to you in a big way. I'd tell you to keep fighting the good fight, but I know you've only just begun. 
big thanks to Dave Kreider for sharing with us his music. You can find more from Dave at Dave, C-R-I-D-E-R, music.com. Go check him out. To everyone who listens, reaches out, and gives us that support to remind us what keeps us going here in our Brooklyn Crow's Nest studio and across the country. We wouldn't keep doing this if not for you. Next week, we've got quite a lineup. So be well this week. Make some creations. Share them with us. Drop us a line. And we'll cook you up another dose of non-essential business. This is the Reverend Joey Z signing off. Until next time, everyone, stay safe and stay sane.